Hi, welcome to Wendy Says Things. I want to take a little bit of time today to talk about boundary boundary regrets. If you're relatively new to setting boundaries with people, then you will have certainly experienced, or if you're thinking about trying to set boundaries with people where you haven't previously, you are in the realm of anticipating perhaps the kind of fallout that you get from that. So what happens is, you know, you're in a dynamic where your boundaries are soft and mushy, maybe you're people pleasing, maybe there are areas in your life where you've never had to or known how to set boundaries for them. So you're exhausted, you're taking care of things that aren't really your responsibility and you're trying to show up for everybody except yourself. So you, you read a little bit or you hear about it or you think about it and you're like, okay, I need to set a boundary. And you know that setting this boundary is going to change the dynamic. You want it to change the dynamic, but you don't want to change it in a negative way. You want to change it in a positive way. The problem is that even people who care about you are not necessarily going to be open to these kind of changes. Even if you sit down really carefully and explain, you know, here I'm having these feelings. And so I want to change this. And a lot of times you don't. You just set the boundary and, you know, write it out. So boundary regret happens (laughs) when you set the boundary. And even if there's no fallout, it's the anticipation of the fallout can be just as much of a problem as actual fallout because people will resist this kind of change, even if they care about you. They will absolutely resist your setting boundaries if they have been taking advantage of you. So boundary regret happens when you anticipate the fallout or you experience the fallout from setting a boundary. And now now you have all these mixed emotions. You have mixed emotions because you're used to having soft, mushy boundaries to avoid confrontation, to um, satisfy some need to take care of other people or fix a situation, even if the situation doesn't really involve you. And you start to feel guilty and self-doubt. And was I, you know, you question whether or not you were right or if it was valid to even set this boundary. And so a couple things like problem solving for this fallout is to immediately turn around and withdraw the boundary like oh i'm sorry <laughs> i didn't really mean i didn't really mean it <laughs> let me let's keep the dynamic the way it was because i was comfortable and i understood it instead of like forging through and saying i had a valid reason for setting this boundary which can be as petty really as just seeing if people will respect your boundary um people who won't respect your little boundaries may not also respect your bigger boundaries and so those are red flags so it's your boundaries are your boundaries and people either respect them or they don't so boundary regret now you're you you may 
hold firm on that particular boundary, but take appeasing actions on other fronts. Well, I won't let you do this, but I'll let you do these other five things. Or I'll do this, I won't do this one thing for you, but I'll do these other five things for you. And in order to change the balance where you're like, okay, I've drawn this one particular boundary in this one area, but I'm going to be trampled in this on these other fronts because I can't stand the possibility or the idea of someone being upset with me or cool towards me or to say something hurtful, um, which can all happen because people will react in different ways to boundary setting. Um, this There may be silence. There might be, well, you've always, you know, you've always let me, there might be guilt tripping or gaslighting or a push to, and, and pressure to not hold to the boundary that you've set. There might be an absolute agreement. Okay, I agree with your boundary and then just a complete disregard for it. So there's a lot of ways that people who you are setting boundaries with who aren't used to you, you doing such a thing will try to get around your boundaries. And there's ways that you're going to want to be soft and mushy and let that happen because setting boundaries of any type maybe is a foreign thing to you. So boundary regret takes a little bit of foresight um, and because <laughs> it's kind of it's looking backwards but if you haven't set the boundary yet it's looking forward and anticipating where am I likely to go soft with this person or that person or this dynamic if there's resistance to this boundary that I want to set so sometimes kind of brainstorming and thinking it out can can help offset some of that so there's guilt and shame and um self-doubt because are you really worthy to set this boundary is the boundary valid is is it worth it is it worth the risk of losing this relationship because of this boundary and these are all of course things you have to self-evaluate but they're definitely the kinds of issues that come up if you're unused to setting boundaries and then there's the manner of the setting the boundaries because for me, I was so really, really terrible at setting any kind of boundaries. Excuse me. And the first couple times, <laughs> the first couple times I tried to set boundaries with people, it was rocky. I was not good at it. I was clumsy and brusque. And I was just like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Which, you know, after having really been kind of appeasing and, you know, get along with everybody and not making waves kind of person, really took some people aback. They were like, whoa, well, you know, I've seen you be firm with other people, but not with me, yo. What's happening here? And... Over time, I got better. I learned. I mean, the thing is to understand that if you're not used to setting boundaries and now you're starting to set boundaries, that it's a learning curve. In the beginning, it's it's just important that it gets done. 
and it's not going to necessarily be graceful. You can try to be graceful. You can think of ahead of time about the words you might say. You might look at people who are good at setting boundaries and ask them like, hey, I noticed that when people ask you to do extra things that you can't take on, you, you handle it very gracefully. Can you talk to me about that? So you can kind of mentally prepare for it. But what happens or what can happen in the actual situation is your your stress level or your anxiety levels rise in the moment and it may not come out as gracefully as you have prepared. It may come out something like, yeah, that's not going to happen or I'm not doing that. Or, you know, and it, it, it might be difficult to get to the place where you can just say, oh, no, thank you. Not today. I don't, I don't think I can commit to that. And you use more elegant phrasing and soften your no while still holding the firm line. Um, and then for the regret that comes or that can come, maybe, maybe you don't hold the first couple of times, you know, that's okay. The key is, as with every new skill, is to keep trying to set boundaries and become more skilled at how you set them, become more skilled at how you hold to them. Um, for me, it helps to have a really clear list of priorities. How am I prioritizing my life? Because then it becomes easier to fit any new request for my time or energy or attention um, based on those levels. So for me, uh, my spiritual life is really important. So that's at the top of the list. If someone asks me to do anything that interferes or interrupts or tries to knock astray my spiritual life, it's a hard no, it's an easy pass. <laughs> it's like, no thank you. Um, I've, I've gradually put my own self-care up underneath that. Food, sleep, um, exercise, uh, downtime. Those are harder. That's always been harder for me. It's always been easier <clears throat> for me. And, and really how I learned to set boundaries was because of my kids, because I really wouldn't set boundaries for myself as much. But when I became a parent, advocating for my children taught me a lot of the skills that I was able to eventually use to set boundaries uh, for myself to protect my own person. Um, so setting those boundaries and those are so that's really where I get a lot of the guilt because I'm like man I really want to rest right now but now someone's asking me to do this other thing and I don't really feel like I can and bound you you start to anticipate boundary regret so when you are thinking do I do I say no or do I say yes like how how much does this person need my help? Is it important? Is it urgent? Is it, you know, an emergency? Given the nature of the request, it might fall at a different place on your boundary list. Maybe you can go without your downtime or your nap to go help someone change a tire. Maybe. Um, maybe you can believe that they have other options than you being the solution for that particular problem. And you can and turn it down and say, I really can't help you out with that right now. 
So I, then myself, then my family, then my friends, and then, you know, my career goals. And these, this hierarchy of my life helps me determine how and where and when to set boundaries. And as I said, over time, I've become more skillful about it. I'm, I'm not saying that I'm great. People might, <laughs> other people might have a different idea about how I'm coming across. Um, but those are conversations I can have. Um, the other thing is to offset the boundary regret is to, you don't have to explain yourself. You don't have to, to anyone about boundaries that you set. But for relationships that you really value, where someone might be put off or be hurt by the manner in which you set a boundary or the boundary that you set because they may not understand where you're coming from being prepared with a well thought out you know by thinking out ahead of time the reasons why you need to set this boundary right now at this point in your life and maybe it's not always going to be that way but for now here's what you're thinking here's where you're coming from um, can go just the willingness to, to even discuss it um, can go a long way to to saving and preserving those relationships which are really valuable. In other cases, maybe you set a boundary and you don't talk about it. Maybe the relationship is kind of winding down and on its way out and you just shrug your shoulders and say, you know, they can follow this boundary or not follow this boundary, but I'm setting it and, you know, whatever happens, happens. Um, that doesn't mean you won't feel boundary regret. Maybe you will. Uh, maybe it's something to, to journal about. Um, and that's another thing you can write down, like boundaries that you want to set. One thing that I do is I evaluate what are the things that are taking time away from me fulfilling my goals or for me getting the, my essential needs met. And where can I set boundaries to preserve that a little bit? So, you know, good luck setting boundaries if you're trying to do that. Um, if you have experienced boundary regret um, and have a, solutions to it that I haven't mentioned, feel free to drop me a comment or send me a message. And this has been Boundary Regrets on Wendy Says Things. Thanks for tuning in and listening today.